right. Chelsea, what's up, Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. Wow, they really did it. The Phillies really fucked around and signed Trey Turner. Oh, my God. Cannot believe it. Trey Turner. Trey Turner. And you got to think, bro, like, we went to the, um, we went to the World Series this year. That's a great pickup. That's massive. That's a great pickup. And I'm not even like, that's a lie. I love baseball. I wouldn't consider myself a baseball bull, but I do coach, you know, little yeah. league baseball. That's right. So I think I have a good sense of what's going on, but that's definitely a good pickup. Yeah. It says here, Trey Turner reportedly agrees to 11-year Three hundred million deal with the Phillies. Well, damn. Joins Bryce Harper for long haul. Well, those those two good people to to kind of build your build your franchise around. Yeah, I think that's a that's incredible. That's a great start to build your franchise. Full no trade clause. Oh my god! Can't trade me. He got that's like a in the NBA that would be considered like a super max deal. Like pretty much the highest we could pay you. The most years, damn near guaranteed money. You can't trade me. You know, eleven years is crazy. That's a long 300 time. Three hundred million, man. I that is, they're gonna be so good. <laughs> they better be. They better be now, with him. It's starting and to get Harper's on a long time deal too. Yeah, it's starting to get to the point where, if they are not good, it's yeah. gonna be a disappointment. Or last year it was like a fun like. Oh shit! Last year it was a fun ride with this. With the uh, I hope with they the make Phillies. the World Series, or I hope they make the playoffs. And yeah, then, and then it was like what, we had this what, conversation because we had we had a business venture kind of dependent on that. Yeah, it still folded. <laughs> yep. So f them, but uh, yeah, but it's still cool. <laughs> it's still cool, but it's just like yo, hope they make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh shoot, they got through the first round, and we found ourselves in the World Series. I still, obviously, I wanted us to win as a Phillies fan. I didn't think we were going to win, but it was just even all that excitement in the city, all that love in the city, having Phillies games being like the thing to go to and the thing that everybody's excited it about. It was so fun. Everyone it wearing was the so Phillies fun. gear. And, and, you know, the Eagles came out blasting as well. Yep. And uh, so it's kind of it's a good time to be a Philly sports fan for sure. Definitely is. Even it's... though I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. That's so yeah. shocking to me every time. It's really like it's a family thing. I'm like, yo, I'm a Cowboys fan. Everybody asks, how you like the Cowboys, boy? How you like the Cowgirls? I'm like, yo, chill, <laughs> chill. 2022. You feel what I'm joke? saying? That's <laughs> uh, what I'm saying, man. Listen, don't mess with our pronouns, man. It's the Cowboys, the Cowmen. You feel me? The Cowmen. <laughs> that sounds like worse than Cowboys. That sounds worse. Cow Cowmen makes it that sound sounds like, like you want some other like a, shit, like a fat, like an anti. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. So like. My grandfather um, was always a diehard Cowboys fan, and it was just like okay. a family thing. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we Cowboys fans. He okay. made that very clear. So I kind of just, even after he passed, I kind of stuck with that. I'm not All one respect. of those, yeah, I'm not one of those Cowboys fans who, like, I hate the Eagles. Nah, like, I like the Eagles, too. If they win the Super Bowl, that's awesome. Like, I'm yeah. from this city. I want all positivity for for the town, but I like the Cowboys. Can't I still can't believe that. That's yeah. Still... Despite all the, the BS that uh, Jerry Jones is on right now, I don't know. So he got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You hear about that? No. What's he? Yo. Isn't um, he like a billionaire guy? Shop? Jerry Jones is the owner of the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Multi-billionaire. Yeah. I'm... He calls 
their stadium, which is called AT&T Stadium, he calls it Jerry's World. Oh, that's so nice. So it's, it's that kind of vibe. But he just got some bad press. Apparently he was in some kind of KKK-type group as a team or something like that. <laughs> oh. Crazy, bro. Oh, so just something, you know, just something yeah. like. Yeah. Something minor. <laughs> just like, damn. And you know. You it's, know how we all we all yeah. do little stints in the KKK. I know, like we all do this little time. I'm like, well, bro, look, damn. I, was, I was trying to find myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, dog. Well, going to KKK meetings because you, Chelsea. All right. Well, since the elephant in the room has made herself known, we we are on location today. Yeah, we're in a we're in a different location. We're in a different location, and we have a pupper with us. And I think that it might be time to close the blinds so she's not freaking out. Yeah, she's teeing off. The kids. It's a. It's, she's coming home from school. Leave her alone. <laughs> so yeah, that that happened. Oh, here it is. Resurfaced photo. Look, if they go away, if you can't see them anymore, they're gone, right? <laughs> they just uh, trying to get home from the bus, man. I did see this resurface photo shoot. Can you please stop? All right, all right, there we go. I did see this resurface photo. <laughs> she fucked with you. At this point. Now it's all staying in yeah. because she's like, now you have comedic timing. You're in my space. You gonna tell me to be quiet? All right, That's I'll, crazy. I'll pet you. What if I keep petting you now? Will you stop? Resurface photo shows Cowboys owner Jerry Jones with students trying to keep Arkansas school segregated. Hmm. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Not good for anyone. Yeah, it's just a bad draw. It's a bad draw for sure. So, but was, so you um, said you're a fan of this team and and the organization and all that they represent. You said absolutely. That's what, that's what you were saying. Man. Listen, <laughs> no, the team I don't care about. It's the politics of the owner that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, bro. This is, yeah, no Listen, one's ever. I'm not. It, it, it's really hard to. It's really hard to root for a football team if you're gonna be in the politics side. Because I'm sure all the owners have some stuff. Like he's he's not the only one. Yeah. Well, he's there's like the thirty one. of them, and they're all super rich. There's thirty and, of them. They're super old and super rich white billionaires. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what? Are, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we gonna like in this group? No, I know exactly. I'm, so. I'm no, that is crazy that you're a Cowboys fan, though, because actually... Oh, yeah, I want to watch that movie right there. Blue Chips. Blue Chips? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Let's throw it on. All right, so Plex is making another appearance in the uh, yeah the podcast. We have my Plex up on the TV at the, in the location. We are in the safe house right now because I am on the hideout from... From... The well, law. I guess the law, yeah. I shouldn't say because then I'm not really doing a good job on the hideout. I know, but you <laughs> if can't I broadcast why I'm hiding. Listen, out. we had the undisclosed location, man. We at the safe house watching blue chips. That's it, bro. <laughs> so what do we have? What do we have on the uh the agenda, the itinerary for today? What are some topics we need to hit? All right. So I got a couple oh, that's what I was missing. My phone. I got a couple topics that I want to talk about. All right. Um first of all, it is Monday, December 12th. I just want to say to everyone... Oh, happy Monday. Good, good morning. Happy Monday. This is episode four of Hometown Heroes. Welcome to Hometown Heroes. I guess welcome, we should... to the, welcome to the, I mean, we the gangster, to most hardest podcast <laughs> in the podcast world. Signal, man. Welcome. That's right. No, the um, uh, first thing I want to talk about... First thing I want to talk about is just the uh, the safe house in general and how much I'm digging the vibe of working yeah. in a different environment for a week. Nah, it was really awesome. Even for... Uh, 
our recording session today and our writing session. It was dope, bro. Just to be in a new environment, you know, different vibes. And it kind of, it's definitely kind of energizing. So it's super dope. Definitely want to plan a long recording trip. It really does make me want to do this. Like, and just set up a studio. Or, or just where... buy a house and just be the studio house. <laughs> Ideally, bro. I'd love that. Yeah. Just go crazy with it. Yeah. The uh, setting up the studio in the living room where, like, if I lived here, I probably wouldn't want it to be all the time. Right. But having it and knowing it's temporary and just like totally just like leaning into doing as much music as I can and yeah. walking by the desk and doing something real quick, making yeah. something real quick. There's nothing else I'm really here to do except take care of the old pup. Pup and I, well, the pup was sent by the uh, agency to really take care of me. Like a support animal type N- job. Yeah, but like a physical support. Like, you should see the teeth. The the She actually has a tactical vest that I put on at night <laughs> so that if there's any intruders, the dog is like yeah able to like take care of it with like I think she I think she might lick the intruder to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sandpaper tongue also included by the uh, <laughs> by the agency. They oh, put a cat man. tongue in the dog. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, God uh, damn. it's it's so nice like making music in like the open space and just like walking around and looking outside and <laughs> but the studio is I'm used to being in the uh in the in the yeah. in the spaceship, which is a little more it's a different a more vibe. Dungeonous. I'm just I'm just more used to that vibe. It's not like a bad vibe inherently. It's just that I'm I kind of only have that. So now when I have right. a more open sunlight, you don't know what to do with yourself at this point. <laughs> at this point in time, I, dude, it feels like I'm just making a lot more stuff. I, yeah, that's what it feels like is going on. But that's awesome, man. Well, yeah, I definitely wanted to. I'm glad we got to work here. Yeah, today. just to be here and be in a different space and to enjoy. We had some great lunch. That was good. How about that? That was good. We had the the mean like kind of chicken tender salad. It had grapes, apples, um, some honey mustard. It was great. Mm-hmm. And I definitely just down the whole. I was I was planning like to eat half. Yep. Eat half later at home. No. I the whole time I poured I poured dressing on like a little bit of it and yeah. then ate it and then I was like all right a little bit more and then poured dre- and then by the yeah. end I was like I'm just eating this entire salad because shout out Bernie's. Yeah, shout out Bernie's, man. Oh, we can't tell them because that's near the location. We gotta. Be oh yeah, on, we'll we ble- gotta be we'll, on the list. We'll, we'll bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> no free uh, advertising either. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> listen, so they cut the check, they get no respect. That's right. But no, that was good, and we were good too. We got salads. I mean, it, we you got know, salads. it's the salad with chicken tenders, but it's still but salad. That's better than a, a chicken parm hoagie, which you would have normally got. For no, right? Sure. For sure. Feel nice and light. Definitely yeah, feel light. This is a good day because not only are we on a different location, but like we started with writing. Yeah. Which we're now realizing is like a great way to start our sessions. Great. I don't like, want to say warm up because that kind of Yeah, it implies that it's like not like Yeah, it implies that it's not the important real thing. aspect or yeah. <coughs> right, but it's it's awesome, man. Definitely yeah. wrote custom uh awesome records. And and yeah, one thing that Speaking of records, one thing that I wanted to definitely touch on today is just like, I wanted to ask you, what do you feel about the Spotify wrapped whole situation? Because I feel like I've gotten some feedback from certain artists that like, you shouldn't really 
say like if you're with a label or with a certain kind of situation, your numbers are not really comparable to somebody who's independent. It's not really a representation of like how good you are. Yeah. It's all situations. Absolutely. What do you, what do you think about this time of the year with the with the Spotify raps coming out, everybody posting their numbers? How do you feel about it? That's a great question because we do like to look at numbers as being data. Yeah. And as data as being like uh, like not manipulative. Like we we like to look at data as just being like natural. Like how do I want to say this? Uh, like it just is what it is. We like to look at data. Right. Like it just is what it is. There's no way to like manipulate it or whatever. And like it, it that's like could not be further from the truth. So right. now we look at the end. We're at the end of the year, and we start seeing. This person had this many streams. This yeah. person had this many monthly listeners. Whatever it is, right? And if you do want to get granular and really break down, like, okay, well, what is a monthly listener? Then right. you can really look into this and be like, and you can really dive deep and see what's going on. Well, right? of course, this person is going to have this many monthly listeners because even though they put out one album every whatever many years, yeah, every single song, like. Like a Bruno Mars probably has more monthly listeners than someone who's more active now, right. but he has songs that are just Catalog on, on playlists yeah. that are played all the time. Right. So like, there's always like weddings. Right. So like, if you're on a like, if you write a song that's like involved in like wedding the ro- wedding rotation, then you're always gonna have listeners. Right. If you make music that's like great for coffee shops and coffee shops pick up on it, and you end up on like radio stations or playlists like that, then you'll end up with more like monthly listeners. Like I love when people look at like um, young people will look at old bands and be like, oh, the Beatles have this many monthly listeners. That number could not mean less. Exactly. It really, like if you want to gauge of any kind of thing, like it's like, all right, well, people are listening on vinyl and people are blah, blah, and they download their stuff. (laughs) The number that really, it's just like, yeah. It it doesn't do it justice. You feel what I'm saying? Even somebody who like, even... Somebody, I think we mentioned this before, like somebody like Michael Jackson, who's had like 50 million monthly listeners since Spotify started. Yeah. And he probably always will. Yeah. You know? So it's definitely one of those things like, I don't know how I feel about it because I've I've kind of did like a, a very in-depth evaluation of just like people posting their numbers. And I saw one rapper, I'm not going to say his name, but he mentioned like, Instead of posting y'all Spotify numbers, post y'all payouts. How much did y'all get off these? Because yeah. it really doesn't matter. Y'all might have got a billion streams, but you were only paid, if anything, you only paid for a hundred million of them. You feel what I'm saying? So I didn't even touch on Yeah. every stream is not equal depending on who, let alone like how right. many writers or whatever, but say you you got a ton of streams, but you had to give up 80% or... Exactly. So what More so whatever. what does it really mean? What does it really mean? It depends on your situation. Like I would hate to have a hundred million streams and be looking for Yeah, and, and be look and looking for money. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Because I know what that would, you know, calculate to. It just depends on the situation. I don't know, man. So like he made a good point. And like you said, you might have a billion streams, but you got X amount of writers. You working with super big producers where their share is way higher than yours. Yep. You might be with a label. Your split might be ludicrous. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So you never really know what's going on. So what what does the number really mean? 
What does it really mean? Yeah, so the Spotify wrapped for artists. So I I think my main thought on this is that in the music industry, it's so hard to tell where you are because there are no real metrics. There's no like promotion that you get and you say, all right, now you're like this level artist. All right, right. now you're this level. Like you just kind of have to make it up as you go and you can be, uh, you know, under or over where you quote unquote should be and have right. no idea or not, you know what I mean? Like put in all this work and be way better at it and make less money than someone who's better at marketing themselves because that's right. an aspect of it too. Right. So like when it comes to the Spotify rap thing, it stinks because I want to look at it as exciting data mm-hmm. and as something that we can really look to and get excited about. But I, I also know that if you Google buy Spotify streams, you'll have like 2 trillion results on different websites to buy exactly. streams. So, or buy playlist placements or buy, like you could, there's such a spectrum of buying a play versus buying attention from people. Right. If we, if we put out the same song with a $0 promo budget versus a $50,000 promo budget. Oh yeah. It's going crazy. Our Spotify rap. Wow. Th- our Spotify rap. Look at all the numbers we got. Thanks. Exactly. It's like, yeah. I put $5,000 into this. Yeah, like you put 5k into it and just even, and that's it- nothing compared to like what we're talking about exactly. when you're talking about some major artists doing compared it. to these millions of dollars in budget. So it's, it's definitely, it's interesting, man. It's so interesting. And it's just like, I don't, I don't really know what those numbers mean. I rarely post mine. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I don't think it's, not because I think they're great, not because I think they're poor, just because, like, I think it's kind of a reminder for myself where I want to be next year. You feel what I'm saying? And it doesn't really, as long as I'm striving to get better, you know, get more money, get more plays, get more interaction, not only just, like, streams, but, like, yo, who's listening? Are they interacting? Are they buying merch? Are they listening to this podcast? Like, you feel yep. what I'm saying? I can have... It's one of those situations like somebody like, and I hate to really, I don't want to beat up on her, but somebody like the uh, the singer, the artist Sweetie, you know, she has 13 million followers and she sold 2K albums first week, like 2,000. Yeah. And obviously on anybody's scale, that'll be a major flop, but it's just like, all right, clearly it's some kind of disconnect. They're not interacting. Maybe they just like you, not the music. So it's so many different things where it's just like, Opposed to the music, I would just want somebody to be an overall follower of what we're doing. You feel yeah, me? Definitely. So it's just like, all right, you like the podcast, you love the merch, you love the music, you come to a show, you feel me? So that's that's probably more important to me. But to each his own. To each his own. Well, you know, it's and it's like I said, it's always hard to gauge too. Like, uh, you know, I, that's the ideal is that someone really fucks with us. You know what I mean? Right. Like likes the music and likes that. You know, even if there's a song that they're like confused by at first, they're not interested in it at first, at least they're maybe we'll give it a chance because they're like, I know these guys are like, yeah. I trust their taste or whatever yeah. it is. Like, and yeah, I mean, that's definitely like the goal. And I, I'm also with you on like not posting the, uh, like, I, 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 I'm good either way. If yeah. you as an artist want to post your numbers and you're proud of them and you want to share awesome. them, I think there is also like people like to, uh, when they're a fan, they like to feel a part of it. 
right. like a part of your journey. And then when you share that and you are pr- proud of that, yeah, they do feel a sense of like, that's me. Like like Leo pointing at the TV. Yeah. Like they're like, that's me on the <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the right. whatever thousand. Like exactly. But then also like if you're an artist and you're like, you know, I don't really want to focus on that or XYZ, like I, I, I feel like it's good that they do it. It's cool that they I don't I guess with the artists, do they do a whole thing like they do with the for the listener? Yeah, it's like a, a whole, whole presentation. It's a whole presentation. So it's like Okay. I believe it's like ten to twelve slides in yep. your email. It's a whole presentation and it's like cool. You got uh you got a lot of love in these countries or you did this or you do that. It's a yeah. whole like your fans really love you. They listen to you, they spent X amount of hours with you. you that yeah, kind of that thing. kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not opposed to posting it. But even for me, I would like to do something. I would like to maybe wait after, you know, a year five and show five of them in a row. All right, this was year one, two, three, four, five. And yeah. as long as it's growth and it's progression and things are happening, that's good enough for me. You feel me? Yeah, definitely. That, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I, I, think, it, I think that's a good way to do it. Like, I think this year, like... Uh, this was a fun year, but I don't feel like I was, you know, with the songs that we put out that yeah. we were really like, all right, these are going to go crazy numbers. Yeah. We, we were like, let's find our sound, figure our stuff out, get our yeah. get our workflow down. We work way differently than we used to. It, exactly. So at least personally, it feels like a development year, right. so to speak. It's kind of, yeah, development <laughs> year. And obviously, you want everything you put out to be great. You want it to do well. You want it to do what numbers. But just like being honest... That's not really always our goal. You know, a lot of our goal was built towards, you know, getting placements and yep. getting in commercials and getting on t- TV, which we did. Yeah, that was the huge... Those were, those were goals we had coming into this year. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Just even the top of the year, we had goals like, yo, we want to get placements. And now we're sitting at, we got, you know, three. Yep. So it's just like, all right, that's, that's progress. Yeah. That's, that's progress. That's the big... Yeah, I guess we should do... Maybe we should do a... Little year end wrap up on the last yeah. episode of the year. We'll figure out when. Uh, that yeah, is. definitely. That's hopefully not this one. <laughs> I know, right? We got we got a couple more. I think we got two more. Yeah, left. yeah, we got a few more. We got two more. Um, we'll blast off again in January. Well, so, oh, I'm sorry. So you don't use Spotify as a listener, really, right? Nah, just for um, just on the artist side of things. Okay, so you use Apple Music. Yes. Did they do a Apple Music Wrapped? I haven't gotten it yet. What? If they did. I haven't gotten it. <laughs> what they uh, so I get a I get a weekly report. Okay. I get a weekly report of uh no annual report yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. I get a weekly report of what's going on, and that's it. All right. So I figured if if you're interested, we could go through my Spotify Wrapped. Then let's go. Let's get it. Um. This is gonna be all about me. <laughs> this year, it's, it says, this year you ventured into the genre verse. You explored 20 different genres. Mm. Okay, hold on. So some of the genre names that they came up with are ridiculous. So hip-hop? Like, what the fuck is that? No. <laughs> hip-hop, rap, alternative R&B, indie pop, and Quiet Storm was my fifth That's that late night. Genre. That's that late night. Midnight Marauder type shit. Yeah. Quiet Storm, like, you know, like when the DJ on there, like, uh, you are listening to yeah. Eddie B. Live right. tonight. <laughs> Any thoughts in the you area? Are, looking. You are now. <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to W. Yeah, W K Y Z. Yep. 
Yo, it's crazy. Like I'm looking out the window. I feel like all these neighbors looking at me. Like, yo, he don't live here. You know, I can tell from looking in that window. I can tell. You feel what I'm saying? That <laughs> I've never seen this man with a microphone in <laughs> their house. <laughs> Calling the cops, being like, "Yeah, it's, I see this guy in a house." Yeah. It's like it, it, I, I feel like he doesn't belong there. Like, yeah, what's we'll, he doing? What we'll make you think that? I think he's podcasting. Ma'am, we're on our way. Yeah, I think he's podcasting, bro. <laughs> we cannot do any more podcasters <laughs> trying to... Sir, you're under arrest for BNE and P. <laughs> Breaking and entering and podcasting. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So uh, it says here that in 2022, my total playtime was 13,472 minutes. That's okay. more, that's more than sixty three percent of other listeners in the United States. Because I was like, "Wow, oh, is that are these numbers real? Are they making this shit? They can tell you anything, bro. They could. They can tell you anything. All right, ready? So I'm gonna say this to you. Yeah. And I, I want you to tell me what song comes up. With one song, it was "Love at First Listen." Count me out, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, dog. I know my dog. I know my dog. That's my dog. You played it 65 times. That's my the, dog. The most listens on June 11th, 2022. Yeah, bro. 65. I that was the one dog. I was like, I probably listen to more than that. But Yeah. And that's, I, I knew it, bro. Right? That's why that's, I said, I was like, he's going to That's die. probably my favorite song of the year. So look at my top five songs. It's all Kendrick. It's all Kenny, bro. <laughs> Count it's me all out. Kenny. N95, Silent Hill, United in Grief, Mr. Morale. Yeah. Which, I mean, this album was like a perfect storm for me because it was like Kendrick coming back. It was like his like therapy session. I had a interesting year myself and he actually had Eckhart Tolle of all people on there mm-hmm. who like I who found the little skits and the voices yeah and I found him in college and he like his writings helped me out years ago so when, right. it, when it was like featuring Eckhart Tolle I was like wait what and then it's like you hear him like Mr. Duckworth and it's like what Mr. the fuck Duckworth? yeah it's like oh my god that's Eckhart but yeah my hundred songs it's so funny because it's like clear that I listen to albums Cause mm-hmm. all if I shuffle my hundred songs, you'll get like a bunch of Kendrick, you get a bunch of Freddie Gibbs, you get a bunch of Death Cab. Cause I listened to their albums. It was like the mm. full time. So my top artist this year was Kendrick. I spent two thousand seven hundred and forty minutes listening to Kendrick. I was in the top point five percent of listeners this year. Mm. That album hit hit me. People were saying it was mediocre, and I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not buying that. It sat, it sat with me well. I don't bro. think so. I fucking love that album. People say, people say a lot of shit, man, and it's just people like, do bro, just talk, don't they? People just talk. I feel like it's a lot of just unnecessary hating and shit, but it's all good. It's all good. Like the, the real always win in the end, That's definitely. Right. Um, and it's about the music that really sticks with you. You feel what I'm saying? Like it might not be the biggest records, quote unquote, but it's just like, bro, like I know, like when I when I hear "Count Me Out." I get chills, like I, I mm-hmm. feel it. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I know when I hear, I know when I hear Father Time. <laughs> I, was just, I just feel it, bro. <laughs> I was just gonna say I was driving home this morning from the airport, yeah, and I was shuffling my top. I was like, "What am I gonna listen to?" So I shuffled my top hundred songs, and that came on, and I, and I literally said out loud to myself, "I can't do this right now," and I just yeah. hit next because I was like, "I, it's I get too early." It's too much of an emotional yeah, response. Which, like, if I could write a song that people have to pick and choose when they listen to yeah. it because it's that powerful, it's that, that powerful. is such a win. And that's, and that's a goal, right? That's a goal, and it's just like even I think to 
on the on the creator side and the consumer side, it's such a it's such a superpower superpower to like when we're making a song where somebody can really to connect to it and just like I get messages all the time and shout out to these folks like, yo, bro, this song really helped me. I was going through a crazy ass breakup, bro. Like every time I hear this song, I feel it in a good and bad way. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel it like you was really spitting, like you were talking to me. I felt like. And then as the listener, I have so many songs where just like I can I can come to tears listening to the song in a good way or a bad way. It's just so good. So it's just like the fact that music has that ability and artists have that ability to like really pull that out of people is crazy. It's a beautiful thing. It's ridiculous. I love when you count me out. I but- feel that. Man. <laughs> I feel that. Well, like my top artists were uh, number five was Benny the Butcher. Number four, yep. four was Death Cab for Cutie. Number three was Mad Lib, and then two was Freddie Gibbs, and number one was uh, Kendrick Lamar. Well, that's pretty. I think it's weird that you have Benny the Butcher and Freddie Gibbs in your top five. <laughs> Don't tell either of them. What, <laughs> dude? I'm so mad that they're like, oh, I wanted that collab album so bad. Damn to do a collab album, you produce it. Oh, I wasn't even talking That'd about me producing. I would, I would love. Now we're really talking. How crazy would that be? But no, I just it's I don't want them beefing because it's just stupid. They make such great music together, and it's actually funny because on Freddie, uh, no, on Benny the Butcher's top songs, uh, number two, his number two song is the one he did with Freddie Gibbs on his album, and it's like, man, that must be so annoying. It's so annoying. It's just <laughs> or like, just bro. like I'm getting paid, like whatever. But yeah, I wonder how he look at it, man. I wonder how he look at I it. I think if you're getting paid, you're getting paid. Who cares, you know? Um, all right, so I got something that I want to ask you about. What's up? SZA. Love her. SZA. Love her. SZA, SZA, SZA. Love her. SZA is back, ladies and gentlemen. SZA's back. back. I'm going to do a little dancey dance. SZA's back. Mm, mm. Back again. Hold on, how do you get sturdy? How do you do the... You got to drop down. Yeah. I've never done it before. My, my sons are getting hair, get sturdy real, See, real quick. You got to get them to teach me. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Listen, but we, I feel like we old heads now, bro. Dude, my I, feel knee, like we old I think heads. my knees just gave my out. My knees just locked. Doing, oh. doing the bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yes, yeah, so this is a 12-9, which, oh, shit. Hold on, 12-9. So her first album came that's out. That's Friday. That's, that's just Friday. <laughs> oh shit, that is this Friday. It sure is. Her well, that was this past Friday. It's man, what do you think of the <laughs> Oh <laughs> They shit. caught me lacking. <laughs> no, we're recording a week early, so uh Nah, but it's all good. I yeah. think I think we just had a sad weekend of listening to SZA. Yeah. But wait, love 12, SZA. I love SZA. Love Cannot her. wait. Um wait, but hold on really quick. Twelve nine, her first album came out on my birthday. Yeah. Six nine. Uh, I don't know how many years ago, but they're doing it exactly. They're doing it like that. A half. What was it? Twenty seventeen. Five and a half years. You think she starts her album with one thousand one thousand seven hundred and fifty five days? <laughs> she starts uh, it the same uh, way Kendrick did with the amount know. of days she's been gone. What <laughs> days she's been gone? I don't know, but bro, I can't uh, wait. I, I really love SZA, man. Her style, her vibe. I actually saw her live once at the Fillmore in Philly, and man, she crushed it. Yeah. She sang really well, but her vibe, her vibe is crazy. You wait, you were at that show? Yeah, I was at that show. Bro, <laughs> yeah, it was a couple years ago, right? In like, in like uh, twenty seventeen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, around that, uh, yeah, time. Yep, I was at that show. Yep. Now listen, she said, <laughs> "Yeah, I was at the show. That's I so think funny. she was like a little bit sick or like a sore throat or something." 
And she still just killed it, bro. She crushed yeah, it. she's just... And what I like about her, and I like this in a, in a handful of great female artists, but what I really love about her is just like, she talks that shit when she sings. Mm-hmm. A lot of times from females, I, I don't want to make a crazy hot take, but a lot of times I don't... We hear a lot of sugar-coated stuff, and you can hear, like, it might be a male wrote it, or it's just very, like... Yeah, that feels like it's changing. It's very, like, Mariah Carey, like... Um, when you left, I lost a part. No, yeah. she talking like, man, fuck yeah. y'all niggas. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You be like, oh, she I'm, talking I'm, and shit. I'm, yeah, I'm sleeping with your homeboys. Yeah, to, I'm sleeping yeah. with your... Like, she talking crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I fuck with it. Oh, of course. I fuck with it. It's just like, bro, she really talking crazy. She got her voice, and I really just love that swagger, even on the braggadocious side, but also on a on her vulnerable side of things. She doing her thing. I'm thrilled for this album, and right here I have the track list. If you'd like me to read it really quick, yeah, read that off because we got a few features. So it is a long album, twenty three songs, but it looks like there's a couple uh, like singles here. Uh, track one, SOS. Track two, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Track three, Seek and Destroy. Sec, uh, sack four. <clears throat> track four, Low. Track five, Love Language. Mm-hmm. Six, Blind. Yeah. Track seven, Used, featuring Don Tolliver. Okay. Then we got Snooze, <laughs> Notice Me, Gone Girl. Yeah. <laughs> track 11 is called Smoking on My X Pack. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we was talking about right fuck, there. Fuck with that one. Yeah, that's talking crazy on the track list. On the track list, so you know the record's going to be crazy. This one's wild. Track 12 is Ghost in the Machine featuring Phoebe Bridgers. Mm. That's going to go crazy. Uh, that's wild. Uh, track 13 is FZF. That, that doesn't mean anything. Does that ring any bells to you? FZF? Does that mean anything? Maybe, but I don't know if I want to say it on here. Okay. (laughs) Track 14, Nobody Gets Me. Track 15, Conceited. And then Special, Too Late, Far. Track 19 is called Shirt. (laughs) It's a husky album, goddamn. Track 20 is called Open Arms featuring Travis Scott. That's going to be good. Another collab by them. 21, I Hate You. And then 22 is Good Days. And then this is crazy. Track 23 is called Forgiveness. And the it says featuring old dirty bastard. Oh, that's gonna be crazy. So she probably flipped his drink. I get. I guess yeah. they flipped it and just gave him a feature. Cause yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's gonna I be. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. That is thrilling to me. Reading I'm some of those features, and I'll actually be during when that album comes out. Now, uh, I'll be in a good location, so I'll be yeah. excited to excited to just take that in and spend some time with it. I'm excited about yeah, that. Friday. Yes, sir. I mean, it, it already came out. <laughs> oh, well. Did y'all like the Scissor album is what I want to ask you. <laughs> yeah, Did yeah. you like it? Did you love it? Yeah, if you liked it, hop in the Discord and let us know. Oh, yeah, there's right. a Hometown Heroes Discord. And if you hear this and know what that means and are interested. Tap in. <laughs> then you tap in. Yeah, tap in. <laughs> so um, really quick, I have a great uh, little story here I want to read you about... Uh, a hockey player and a hot dog. <laughs> we just no idea what's coming. Uh, a hockey player and a glizzy, I don't know. I had the trainer get me a hot dog, John Garrett said. 
Nobody saw you. The only person who knew was the trainer. The best hot dogs in the league, by the way, were at Lake Colisee. Toasted buns and everything. So I'm eating one, and Dan Bouchard was the starting goalie. So he's playing, and the game is going okay. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'm not going in this one. Some nights, when the other team scores three quick ones, you had a hint you might not be going, or you might be going in, so you get rid of the dog. But he lets in one goal, and he's ticked off at whoever's on the ice at the time, and he just charged off the ice. Well, I'm sitting there, and I've got the hot dog tucked in my pad. So oh, I've got crazy. I've got to go in and I stand up and put my mask on. I can't reach down and dig the dog out of my pads. People are looking at me. So I go out there and finish the game. So this guy's a backup goalie and he's like, "All right, I'm not going in. Let me grab this hot dog." So he had it in his pad like to eat it in a minute. And then they're like, "All right, you're going in." And he's like, now everyone's looking at me. I can't take it out of my pad. Yeah, the, They're going to be like, why did he have a hot dog in his pad? Why did he have a hot so, dog in his pad? So he said, I go out there and finish the game. I had to fall down a couple of times and mustard and ketchup was flying. I had to tighten the straps on my pad so the dog doesn't come out. The trainer's just killing himself laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story that's, so much. That's a great story. That's a great one. I just love I the love idea that. of like, all right, yeah, I'm good. Like, cause you we know you're chilling. Yeah. You've been there. Like, all right, I got a few minutes. I can do whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I got time for a snack. It's nothing like that. That panic that you can't prepare for when you really just like scrambling, like <laughs> shit like that. About to like miss a flight when you scrambling, scrambling like it's crazy. You well, can't prepare for it. Well, <laughs> when we go on tour, I'm gonna be right before we go on stage. I'm gonna be telling you crazy shit or just being yeah. like giving you something to deal with. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's always like that, bro. Shout out my um, shout out my DJ too. So my DJ Bear One, yo, he always did that to me. Like right before we go on, he'd be like, I'll be right back. I'll be like, yo, <laughs> killing That's me. That's good. That's good. I'll be right back, bro. Like we about to go on, like real big shows. Like yeah, about to you know got a good slot performing at this festival it used to be in Jersey called Bamboozle. Mm. Oh my it's god! It's just like yo, yeah. bro, we about to go on. Say our set time is six fifty. Like 6.48, but yo, right, right back. I'll go to the bathroom. I'll be like, you killing me, dog. Like, you really killing me. Just like- I love that. That that anxiousness, that anxiety that goes through you at that moment, like- When you want to murder someone. And then like at the very last second, he up there, you'd be like, oh my, this is crazy, bro. The relief is unreal. Dude, yeah. Have you had any moments on stage where you like, everything was almost didn't work at all? But then oh, yeah. it was fine. A lot. Just like I've had mics go out when my verse about to come up. Mm-hmm. Literally last second, get tossed to spare. You catch it right in the front of your verse. Yeah, yeah. Stuff okay. like that, man. Like I ripped my pants one time on stage. Nah, really? That was crazy. Well, the dip right off. God, well, come on. Just like some old rotten there? jeans. Like old, old rotten. Don't say you were wearing old rotten jeans. Some old rotten. <laughs> just like some tour you know, jeans. Like- like just like some tour jeans, You're like that already like got hobo. rips in them. You know, like I was wearing a barrel and suspenders, and I was up <laughs> on stage. <laughs> nah, look, I was already. I was in Houston, Texas. I forgot the venue. It was. It wasn't warehouse, but it was a, a, another notable venue in Houston, Texas. Had the show. It was rocking. And like you know how like you have a couple pair of jeans, you might have your good ones, and then like some ones that's kind of just like they're kind of dick. Yeah, yeah. These I were kind of like. dick, but I'm yeah. just like they're tour jeans, so like I can really get loose in them on stage. Yep. So we doing a set or whatever. I do like a jump or a move. Them shits rip. Mm. I was assed out. <laughs> Literally, like I was assed out. So like I had to put like a little finesse, put my hand on my cheek, cover my shit, <laughs> slid to the side. <laughs> My tour manager at the time ran and got me some sweatpants, and I finished a set like that. But it's just, just 
Pull the sweatpants up. Yeah, pull the sweatpants on just and then finish oh the set. God. But it's just like those are one of those things you only really react in the moment. You feel what I'm saying? All right, if you're listening to this and you were at the Mushin Twist show in Houston, Texas, and yeah. whatever, <laughs> ever, <laughs> please send us photos. Right. I want to see what pants he's wearing in the photo, and then right. we'll know <laughs> when in the set yeah. the photo was taken. Dude, I love that so much. It's crazy. Yeah, the, the, the live event stuff always terrified me because it was so like, all right, here we go. It was like... Like if something went wrong It was like Well Everyone's looking at you What's yeah. up Like when I ran live sound For even just the open mic And shit would go wrong Like That was just a coffee shop of people And an open right. mic Where you're expected to make mistakes You expect it to There's like some feedback Or whatever's going on You can't hear the person on stage Because They're playing An acoustic guitar With their fingertips And they're singing like and then the mic's like feeding back because, and they're all looking it's at you, and I'm like, man. "You're trying." To, so it, it's just like I love this studio because if something's fucked up, I'm like, "Oh, that's fucked up. Let's do it again." Like, yeah, we can troubleshoot it, but you know, it's I've been in so many. I fell on stage. I've tripped. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just like, bro, fuck it, man. It is what it is. Keep it it is fun though. It, it is, is it, a lot of fun. I was talking to one of my homies via text today, man. He had a show yesterday. I wasn't able to make it, but. Um, he just said it was awesome. And just like, that's one of those things is us as artists, we're like, we can really understand like that feeling on stage playing live. Mm -hmm. you, it's a kind of like, you got to be there type shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. It's not, it's not like, you got to be up there hearing the music, seeing people rock, just having, whether it's a bunch of people or not many people at all. It's just dope. So like, I definitely felt that like, New crowd. They said, he said that we're interacting with him and kind of talking back and doing this thing. So love that. I appreciated that. I'm like, bro, I definitely, I definitely been there. Just like I nervous. So I'm excited. We about to get back on that road soon. You already know. Yeah, we need to. You well, already know. We got all these new songs to. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot there. brewing up right now. It's I a guess lot brewing up. We should talk about our. We we put out a Christmas song. We did put out a Christmas. Can song. Can you believe that? Um, yeah, it's <laughs> of course. No, I've been threatening yeah. to do a Christmas song for so long that it's just and you, like and you definitely pushed me, and I, I was excited, like because um, I always wanted to do a Christmas song, but I wanted it to be hot. Yep. It's kind of like a weird annotation with like Christmas songs that like you got to do some. All I want for Christmas well, is you, and that's even like a beat. Like I think people think of yeah. Christmas songs and they think of like. Star like yeah. I, I was just when we were picking up the salads, I was in there, and th it was the slowest slow, Christmas song, slow. and it was like, and it's good music or whatever, but it's just yeah, it's very slow and like not dreary, but like almost dreary, like right. But yeah, like I'm glad that we were able to do our like, cause why do Christmas songs have to be like that? Christmas is like whatever fun. It can or it's very fun, and I think we put we got another one coming out too. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, this is the first time anyone, if you're hearing this, then you're the yeah. first person that knows about this. We're putting out another Christmas song. Another Christmas this song. Year. It's gonna be dope. Actually, um, I guess it'll be this. Should we say the date? It's coming up on the 16th, right? It'll be this Friday. If you're hearing this on, uh, if you're hearing this, it'll be this Friday. So be on the lookout. It's going to be dope. And then it was just dope to really hop in a Christmas bag and, yeah, and do it, our thing. It was so fun to really just like, like <laughs> what I learned, the biggest thing I learned doing the Christmas songs was that if you add jingle bells to 
nice sounding chords and piano stuff, it'll mm-hmm. make almost anything <laughs> sound right. like Christmas. But it was cool that we were able to like, like I love what you do with for the kids because thank you. It's not thank like you, like when we were starting to write these and I was doing the beats for them. It was like first of all, it was a, it was a couple months ago, but it was also like. So it was tough to be in the, I wasn't really in the Christmas like spirit, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But then it was like tough to imagine like, all right, what are we going to, what's the song going to be called? Like under the mistletoe, like, uh, you know, gifts by the tree. Like I was trying to think of stuff like that. And then when you wrote like for the kids. Yeah. It, where it's like, it is a theme of Christmas. That is something that is important to how my family does Christmas. Right. So it, it it was so cool how it's like in the universe of Christmas, in the universe of Christmas, in the, in the whole Christmas universe, <laughs> the whole universe of Christmas is in your hands. Yeah. No, but it was just cool. Uh, like I love that interpretation of it, and I I think the next one's a cool one too. Nah, yeah, it definitely is, man. And I'm just excited to really like. I feel like this year we really like dove in on the things that we tried to. Anything that we thought about, we really dove in and tried to, oh, let's execute this. What does this look like? So, like, Christmas records, we made Christmas songs that, like, not only for our business opportunities, but just, like, shit that, that's important to us. Like, for the kids, I thought about my children. I thought about being a kid, going to my grandmother's house. I thought about my cousins, my siblings. So, like, you you hear about just different family traditions that we have. So, even to bring that to life, put that on a record... And have it be dope. We've got nothing but positive feedback. So that's definitely been a plus. And it, it didn't sound forced. We were just sliding on it, like I always say, bro. That was the best part of it, I think, was that it yeah. felt so natural when it was like, let's do some Christmas songs. Yeah. I, I didn't have to be like, okay, uh, how do I want to do that? Like, I just was like, all right. I, I listed a few adjectives that remind me of Christmas in my yeah. head. And then I was like, all right. And I know some chords that'll get me there. And then that was that. And yeah, man, I'm really happy with how it came out for the kids. Um, out now. Out now. Uh, uh, the next one, should we say the title too? Yeah, go ahead, give it to him. Can I? Can I? Question mark? Can I? Can I? <laughs> I don't know. Are we doing it with a question mark? Can um, I? I don't know. That's a good question. All right, well, you'll, you'll find out on Friday when you when we'll you hear find this. out. <laughs> but the song is called Can I? The song is called Can I? So I got one more little... Uh, yeah. One more little funny thing to talk about, and then maybe we can wrap up uh, with. Um, well, I'll, I'll. I don't. We don't have sponsors, but I'll explain that, and then we can okay. end with a Mushu's final thought. All right, for sure. We're about there. So, I saw this on Twitter. It says, uh, "ASAP Rocky voiced a car horn in the uh, NFS Unbound game, Need for Speed." Yeah. Unbound. So, did you hear this? Did you see this? I didn't. You seen this? You hear about this? Um, all right, hold on. Let me pull it up to the mic here. Check check this shit out. Beep beep. Beep beep. So that's just, that's him for real. That's yeah, that's him, and that's just one of the horns that you can get in the game. Wow. So I just love that. That's an option. They were just like, hey, just come in and say beep, like. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, we'll come, just, and come pick up your bread. That's yep. it. So, hey, Need for Speed, if you need any more horn... Actually, do you want to give us some horn, some beeps for them to use? Yeah. I'd do a couple different, like... Let me see. Let me get a good beep. I'd like, do, like... Like, meep, meep. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. It's like, nah. Yeah, all right. Know. Come on. Let's get I, one I more, because I'm going to put it in my rock on my Rocket League car. Are you ready? 
beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yep. And now also we can do the Roadrunner too. That'd be good. <laughs> Look at how young they are in this movie. I know, man. That's crazy. It's crazy, brother. But yeah, so, okay. So we're about at the end of Hometown Heroes episode four. And I figure I would explain. Uh, we don't have any more sponsorships this week. And mm. we're going through a little bit of a tiff with, um, dude, I might just start. Should I just do it? Fuck it. We're going through a little bit of a, a spat with Double D. I'm just going to start calling him that because yeah. if he wants to fill it up every time it comes to like payment for ads and stuff like that, like. Listen, whatever they want to do, we can do it, but. We have millions it. of listeners. Yeah. I, I'm not here to play around about my bag when it comes to sponsorships. Not, not at all. Millions not of listeners. Bit. And Diaper Dan, Double D, just call him Double D. If you hear this, call him Double D. Mm. No respect for any kind of. Like anything, like, man, yeah. Well, you call me Double D, and he didn't say it's just like, dude, you make That's it up crazy. every time. You don't even say the promo code. We got the address wrong. It's always something with him. So yeah. Anyway, don't go to Diaper Dan's with the nah, we, we, we off that this week. We off that this We're week. We're off that. So no, no more Diaper Dan's. Um. So yeah, we're actually that is a great transition to what I want to say next. If you are a business and you are hearing this and you're interested in yeah. sponsoring the podcast, please reach out to us via, um, e we don't have an email. We need an email. Oh. We need an email. Reach out to us. You hit the phone. <laughs> Still no more messages have come through the phone, but I have a feeling I we're going to we'll have, have one. one yeah. I have a feeling. I, I feel some haters coming later yeah. this week. So uh, We're going to get some attention. Now that we've been posted to the New York Times, I think we're going to get some more attention. So, Well, that's good, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a good one. Um, yeah, final thoughts. Moosh's final thought. I would just say if you haven't, go listen to For the Kids. We got a new joint coming out. It's called Can I? Uh, yeah. Fuck with Scissors' new album. That should be dope. S-O-S. That's what it's called. That's going to be exciting. Yep. And that's it, man. And uh, Live from the Honeycomb Hideout. Live from the Honeycomb Hideout. <laughs> Wave Mage. Moosh Money. Goodbye. With the music on hit right there. Right there. Bye. Say bye, Chelsea. Oh, now you got nothing to say. Now you got nothing to say. Okay.